0: Welcome to the Can of Spam <laughs> Podcast, your weekly serving of nincompoopisms
1: and absolute buffoonery. And don't forget the dad jokes and poop stories. Let's get it.
0: Oh welcome back, spammers! We have Nick, Nick and Kavika back in the house today. Welcome back. How you guys doing today? I'm here good good (laughs) and um
1: for me nick is here
0: (laughs) well you guys are just wonderful today so much contribution from the knicks yes um okay on today's schedule we got some random thought topics we have can or no can we have a what would you do if situation Mm. and to wrap things up we are gonna have a draft at the end like always but first we haven't had nick on in a few weeks so
1: Anything new going on? I know you had some questions
0: for Agent
1: Oahu, Mister Presbyterian. <laughs> no, you know we uh, last episode we kind of had some heavy hitters, and we thought Nick Kawagami, Mister Agent Oahu himself, um, would be able to answer these for us. <laughs> that was, Is that your name?
2: That was weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to call you, Manoa DNA? I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
2: What? Uh, sorry. What was the question? I got I got distracted by your pronunciation of my last name.
1: Here's the question, Asian Oahu. Yes.
2: I don't, wait, just to be clear, are you saying Asian Oahu or Asian Oahu? Because, I mean,
1: yeah, I guess I'm Asian, so... Both
2: kind of apply. Yeah, yeah I live on Oahu,
1: I guess. I, I am not going to like this episode. I'm just letting you both know right now. Okay, hey, what type of underwear do you wear? Um, I think I'm wearing Kirkland. Kirkland? That's a that's, new one. That's solid or... um. What what kind of pattern? (laughs) This sounds like a
0: really, really bad phone sex interview. (laughs) You get the, uh, what you call? What kind of underwear you got on? Kirkland. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) What color? What kind of pattern?
2: All right. All right. I think these ones are black right now. I think the ones I'm wearing right now are just pure black.
1: Is it is it briefs or is it boxers? Oh, boxers. Or boxer briefs. Wait, no. oh, boxers. Boxer shorts. Oh my gosh, we found one in Kavika. They're they're real. All right. So you real.
0: are you are someone who has averted the muffin top for your lifetime or you have just learned to live with it. Are you aware of the boxer muffin top? I am unaware of the boxer muffin really? top. Really? Yeah. What this are you guys man talking about? Has some secret that we have not been privy to. When you, I was a talk- kid, and about- when Nick... But- <laughs> just, just wait for it. Just wait for it. <laughs> wait,
2: wait, wait. wait, Kavika, go? Go? go ahead. You go first. Oh,
0: okay. okay <laughs> that
2: was my moment. That was my moment.
0: Here, entry. And in. Um, When I was a kid, every time I would wear boxers, they would just be riding up every time I walked from class to class. And then I would sit in the chair, and then the boxer would shift up to, like, my nipple line. And then I'd have this, like whole section of boxers above where my shorts line was and it He's always right. pulled over and I hated it.
2: I don't know what I'm
0: more concerned about with this story.
2: You're telling me something that I've never experienced before or Pupitarian's enthusiastic agreement with you. Like he is sitting there on our FaceTime
0: like yeah yeah that is yeah yeah <laughs> <you> preach <laughs> preach brother preach I've never it's heard fa- of this You've never heard of this? Yeah. He's spitting facts. Oh, my God. Do you not know how to wait, wear wait, wait. underwear? Wait, 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 wait. Winky eye. Winky eye moment. Wink- me and you, we're going to have a connection, yeah. okay? Yeah. Is this something that you're just trying to keep a secret from your wife? <laughs> oh, burn! That that underwear rides up from me? Yes, yes. We don't have to tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. we, oh, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. between me and you.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Does that happen? No, no, no. This is serious.
0: What the heck? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. This is lies. This this seems like something that I mean. Okay, don't get me wrong. I I've, I've worn boxer briefs. I have a pair of boxer briefs. I wear them when I um. Well, I have a sorry. I have a couple pair of boxer briefs. I don't want to sound like I only have one and I wear it every day. But I wear boxer briefs when I work out. Um, okay. Okay. But, but that's because the I don't like the I, I like the boxer brief support. Uh, yeah. Is the best way yeah. I could put it. So when I'm working out, when I'm running. You don't want to get whiplash or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Whiplash. That's a <laughs> good way to put it. I don't want whiplash. So yeah, I, I I have worn both, but I don't see a difference between my experience wearing one o- over the other. Like they feel the same way to me. And well, I guess the difference would be that one
0: supports you and the other one seems to have more breathing room through it. I need to have somebody to go examine you. <laughs> Do you want to figure wanna, out what it is about your body that prevents boxers from riding up?
2: Do you want to? Would you want to wear my boxers? Should I give you a pair of my boxers <laughs> and you can try them out to see it? If- <laughs> you know, I, I'm gonna
0: pass. I okay. think I'm okay. pass. Just, just on yeah, here. yeah. No, I think I'm good. I'm good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate this conversation, but on to our second <laughs> question for you, Mister Nick. And I'm very, I'm very surprised. I haven't met a boxer wearer since middle school. Hmm. Easily.
2: Well, that makes sense because it's very hard to find boxers these days, like on Amazon or even at, like I said, at Kirkland, Costco, uh, you, there's only like, it's seasonal for some reason. So when you find, when I find it, I like replenish my entire inventory of boxers and then I have to wait another year until the next round comes along.
0: What, well, are they like only available during the summer?
2: maybe i haven't even noticed when they do i just i'm not actually talking about actually a season i'm just saying like they pop up so that would make sense that maybe most people don't wear boxers anymore i'm a i'm old school i wear the 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 sleeping cap and a full nightgown when i go to bed and i wear boxers guys nice
1: well he's a special uh, hey. kind of guy <laughs> i appreciate you man all right last question before we kick off our actual podcast yeah, yeah. scrunch or fold
2: Again, I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, remember, he's the poopitarian. Oh, oh, fold, fold.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. So you
2: scrunches. That seems so
0: inefficient. That,
2: uh, yeah, barbaric <laughs> savages.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what we said last week. Was if you scrunch, you're just a waste.
2: Yeah, and plus that seems very. I feel like uh, what's the word? Inconsistent. Like you can be. Uh, I, I know. I need four. Pa- I need four sheets. Because that I triple fold and then that's that's how you you get four sheets is a good four uh, is a good size to triple fold and then have it for a hand size triple but I feel fold. like so, with a scrunch wait. you have to there's like too many variables on the scrunch that you can't yep. keep it consistent
1: yep yep it's like golf it's all about consistency <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because if someone scrunches they're probably more likely to clog the toilet as well because it just creates more of a pocket of um toilet paper to clog
0: the more you know okay so you said you said four four <laughs> no, sheets triple fold so
1: you oh, take three like sheets. thirds in thirds yeah. okay you take
0: four
2: sheets but you fold mm. it in thirds that's the key mm. is you take four sheets and you fold it in thirds so that you uh. have the the fold is on is in the middle of a sheet not on a tear there's no chance for others you know other parts to to tear off like the edges to tear off
0: in corners See, if I ever have, I have this irrational fear that every anytime I put a seam in the middle of the fold, that the seams are basically like holes that the stuff can seep through. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, logical. So I always logical. put the I always put the perforations
1: on the end, right hmm. in the middle of the folds. Hmm. Hmm. I usually roll it out onto my like thigh, and that's where I do the folding. Hmm. Hmm. Like a baby diaper. <laughs> yeah, like I kind of I kind of kind of pull it out like a rope. And then I lay it across my leg and I fold it on top of each other.
2: I mean, to each his own. For To me, that sounds barbaric because now you're touching your leg, which has germs on it, and letting the toilet paper touch it. But, you
1: know, you do you, man. But I'm folding it all into itself away from the <laughs> my, my leg juice.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I already know this answer for Agent Oahu because this was something that was revealed in the past, and we don't need to relive this. He's he's had enough embarrassment Question for the poop-itarian. Um, When you check to see oh, if there's God, any yeah. residue, do you <laughs> turn your head all the way around and look behind you? Or do you just wipe and then bring the toilet
1: paper in the front to look at it? I definitely bring it out. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Oh, for God. sure.
0: That's so gross. I've talked about this with, Other people, and they are appalled by the idea that I brought it anywhere near the front of my body. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It's the same
1: thing. You guys are the weirdos. Ha! Your face. No, it's like a work of art. It's like abstract painting. I don't know how it's going to look. I got to check it out. God. What do you
0: see in this image? <laughs> oh
1: god. <laughs> yeah, it's like um it, you know if if I as Dr. Pubertarian, which I'm now calling myself, uh, begin to you know do counseling sessions, um I'm going to start saving my ink blots, I guess you can call it, and um I'll be <laughs> I can start quizzing my clients on what do you see? Just are And if <laughs> And if hey, if they say corn, they're not wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: why is there so much corn? <laughs> oh all
1: gosh. Right, okay. All right. all right. All right. Kavika, do you want to bring it into our um our first topic today? It's on a similar vein. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Okay. All
0: right. Well, on the topic of toilet humor, why don't we roll into our first segment?
1: Any, meeny any, mo is random.
0: All right. This is our random topic of the day. Nick sent this to me earlier. Well agent o- no not agent oahu Pupetarian. The Pupetarian. there's too many nicks here we gotta Sorry. figure out a way to handle this anyway the pong to toilet disposal sticker plunger <laughs> <laughs> close
1: that is that is a it. mouthful
0: the pong to toilet disposable <laughs> sticker plunger
1: yeah there
2: you
0: go got it what <laughs> <laughs> just just what so pong to p-o-n-g-t-u So, Pongtu is Korean. Why don't you tell us about this, Pupitarian? This is your field
1: of expertise. So, uh, okay, here's what it is. If you've ever plungered any, you know, a clogged toilet, it can be difficult. It's not the easiest endeavor. There's a lot of variables. Here's what this thing is. Once the toilet begins to clog, the first round of the... Because it clogs in stages, right? It clogs, it doesn't, you know, maybe a little water go down, it doesn't flush. And then we usually flush again. And then the the water line begins to rise. Uh, So when that begins to happen, and you kind of know that it's not going to completely overflow yet, that's when you take this sticker. So you lift the seat, you wipe the porcelain down, and then you put this sticker on top of it that covers the entire toilet bowl. And then you flush again, and the thing begins to rise up, almost like Mentos and Diet Coke (laughs) together. It begins to get pressurized because of the sticker. And then you put your hands, two of them on top of each other, like you're performing CPR, and you pump the sticker. And it causes just so much pressure, it forces the clog to unclog and forces all the excrements down the drain. And it's pretty genius. Genius is the word you're going with. (laughs) I am
0: cringe city over here. Yeah, did you guys see the video? I, I saw the video. It was disturbing and gave me a lot of anxiety. Why?
1: Yeah, it's a sticker. Yeah, and it's really thick. And it, it's like looks. Re- it's a really thick sticker. I don't trust it. I've actually,
2: uh, I've seen this. I saw this in Japan, I think, but it's been around for a while. Um, and I so I was when you first sent it to us, I was like, oh, I've seen that before. And I've seen it actually used before because you're supposed to like, like like the Puppetarian well-described, it's like a CPR motion.
0: First I was afraid. Yeah. I was petrified.
2: <laughs> and I just realized that on our FaceTime call, I'm doing the CPR motion, but it looks like something else with me bouncing up and down. Um, Especially
0: with a sock over it.
2: <laughs> Could be anything. <laughs> um, but it, it's genius. I mean, it's, it is ingenious to me because you're using the vacuum of Uh, your displacement of pressure, pushing stuff in and out to solve the exact same problem that you would with a plunger. And this one is disposable. You're supposed to just, I guess, unstick it, crinkle it up and throw it away,
1: which I think is is genius. I can't see any flaws with this system. And not only that, they say it's so thick, the sticker, that you could stand on top of it without falling through. I just don't trust the adhesive. Is it 3M (laughs) adhesive on there? That's the only problem (laughs) I I have.
0: Because, dude, I, I, like, when he flushed that thing and the thing started to bulge outwards, I'm like, y- dude, you got to get out of there. That thing's about <laughs> to blow.
1: I was reading some Am- Amazon reviews on it and I was quite tickled. To, Go on. It, well, you would be. Well, the amount of people that, I guess, used it probably incorrectly and poop got all over their uh... Oh, <laughs> my God.
0: It, you're basically pressure cooking your toilet. <laughs> without heat. Yeah. I mean,
1: depending on what you ate last night, there would be heat. Well, it, it kind of begs me to ask the question. Have you ever been over a friend's house, well, or anywhere and you clogged the toilet? You know my response to this. Are you suggesting that we care one of these all <laughs>
0: <around>? <laughs> in my wallet? I'm thinking about it actually. If it's pretty small, I'm it's a great idea.
2: I've seen uh, where I think I saw that it ho- like it's in hotels and stuff and it's supposed to be like instead of leaving a plunger there this is like for you know a hotel bathroom. It makes a lot of sense. You don't have to have a whole plunger in a luxury bathroom. You just have in the drawer these little
1: disposable hand toilet thing, hand toilet plungers. I think it's amazing. I couldn't believe that. I don't. I need to get it, and I need to clog someone's toilet. Kavika, are you busy next week? Can I come over? Yeah, you know I got a lot of stuff to do next week. I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit you in. Eight
2: dollars on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, and how many does it come with? This one comes with one for eight dollars oh. or a two of the brand name pong two for 1850 two pack mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest that plunging a toilet and clearing the clog is one of the most satisfying things that i can do as a man i don't know if i mean i haven't granted i haven't did, had to do it in a while but i just feel like if the toilet clogs and there's a plunger there, I'm like, booyah, here we go, let's get this done. And you unclog it and it flushes dra- and it flushes. And you're like, God damn, I am an American man. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's, dude, it's true. Well, here's the thing, though. When you go over to different friend's house and things like that, everyone has varying water pressure and toilet paper thresholds. So that's why I instituted after this clogging incident that I had, I do multiple flushes because I don't want to encounter the situation again. I don't want to have to unplunge someone's toilet or have you ever had to ask a friend, hey, man, where's your plunger? And their first question is why? And, I, you know, I'm always like, it's pretty obvious. The Along Came Polly situation. <laughs> oh gosh, yes, yes. So you're you're flushing halfway through your business. I probably do a quarter of the way, so I'll do three flushes. Whoa. About
2: goodness. Man. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! How do you yeah. know it's three quarters of the way? First of all, okay. You want
1: to <laughs> know the, the you want to know the process, Nick? She no, I don't. Do you
2: wanna? Do you <laughs> would you rather have a plunger or like one of those auger things at your in, in your house at your disposal? <laughs>
1: You mean okay? First of all, I have no idea what you're talking about—an auger thing for the. Oh uh,
2: It's the handheld uh, snake, you know, that they put down the the drain oh, to, yeah, to yeah.
1: clear the clog. Definitely a plunger. Hmm.
2: I feel like a plunger leaves more to. It leaves more to clean because I've 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 uh, I've seen people's toilets uh, that have you know an auger ready to go in case of uh, <laughs> clog. Just saying, I, I work in real estate. I've seen a lot of weird things. Uh, so some people believe that an auger is the best way to clear a toilet clog rather than a plunger.
1: You know what else is a good thing to have on, on deck, Kavika? I'm worried. A poop knife. Oh, oh. God.
3: Gosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do I want to know what a poop knife is? <laughs> oh, God. Well we'll send, well, we'll send you the episode link later.
2: We'll put it yeah. in the show notes. I mean, I've, I've totally heard all the episodes. Please, everybody, subscribe to Can of Spam Pod <laughs> on Twitter and on your favorite podcast app.
0: Something about the word auger compared to Drain Snake just feels so intimidating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I digress. I'm You know, Pupetarian's got to come at you every once in a while with some stuff. So. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, that's, that was a solid way to kick off the show. I mean, depending on what you ate last night, it might, may or may not be solid. But
1: <laughs> anyway, are we ready to move on? Solid is how you get a clog. Well, Let yeah, me just end going. with that. <laughs> All right, I'm cutting you off.
2: Really? I love the whole, I'm not okay, you're not okay, but that's okay thing.
0: All right, this is our can or no can segment. And today's topic, we have Crocs. <laughs> so this is the debate, guys. Crocs, are they in or are they out? Do you Have you guys ever owned a pair of Crocs? Uh, I personally have not
2: ever owned a pair of Crocs. Um, I can attest to knowing people that have owned Crocs and can also attest to still respecting them. So therefore, I guess I somewhat respect Crocs, but not to the point that I would own any for myself. I'm looking up the Wikipedia of Crocs right now. Can you guys, okay, so we all know that, oh, maybe I should say this for later, but I'm not, because I am just going to talk until you guys tell me to shut up. So, what, if you guys had imagined the entire worldwide revenue in 2017 for the croc, where would you put that number? I'm going to say 150 million.
1: No, it's going to be, I'm going to say it's in, I'm going to say 5 billion croc industry.
2: <laughs> the face. That <laughs> Kavika could, could just gave you is <laughs> utter disappointment. Um, one billion. So we're we're oh. somewhere in the middle of you of you guys. But
1: can you like how much do those things cost? Like ten bucks. I bought Crocs the other day for um, my daughter, and it was buy one get one half off, and um, they were like thirty bucks, and they're so little. They were like thirty dollars, oh. but they're great for kids because you just slip it on, slip it off. Doesn't matter if it gets wet. It's really good. Now for normal human beings. Especially, I can only speak for men. You should never wear Crocs. Interesting. Well, I was just about to
0: say, you've just condemned your daughter to be judged for the rest of her childhood.
1: <laughs> what, kids wear crazy things all the time your parents put on you, and th- here we are. Everybody will definitely
2: assume that you have a pair of Crocs that you have somewhere in your life. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, continue, Nick. It's a $1 billion industry. Yeah, okay. So, it's a, that's crazy to me. There is also a whole section in their Wikipedia about the fact that they have rampant imitation and counterfeits in Philippines, Denmark, South Africa. There's like all these different people that have gotten on the Croc train illegally and decided to jump their net. I mean, that's like a a, 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 having so little personal experience with Crocs makes me unqualified to talk about crocs but i am just sitting here listening and amazed or reading and amazed at
1: the worldwide spread and i guess acceptability of crocs people love this amphibious style thing where you can go from land to water without having to change footwear it's called bare feet that's that's what i'm saying man i just and then you have the crocs you can flip up that little tab for leisure mode or flip it back (laughs) for sport mode that's two wheel drive and then four wheel drive. Right. <laughs> right. And I don't know if you guys noticed, Kanye West is releasing a shoe very soon that looks like a croc. And I just can't even believe it. I sent you a picture of it if you look at your personal devices. It's
0: absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> That's like a croc. Yeah,
2: it
1: looks like a wave runner yeah. mixed with a croc. So I was gonna say it looks like a jet ski croc. Well, I mean, no, he has shoes called called Wave Runners.
0: I I guess I could see the appeal with all the little holes and everything, because I mean, you gotta have somewhere where your self respect leaks out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could never. I'm just. I can't do it, man. I won't. I refuse. And all right, I gotta come clean. I had a pair of Crocs, and they were oh, wonderful. Oh <laughs>
2: man, game over. Stop the podcast. Unsubscribe.
1: <laughs> yo, don't, yo, don't say that, man. <laughs>
0: So, so they weren't the ones that cover your feet; they were just like the standard like flip flop style. They were Croc branded, but they didn't <laughs> cover your feet. You mean so slippers? I honestly didn't even know there were Crocs until I looked at the bottom of them. Maybe like a month into wearing them. <laughs> but <laughs> these are comfortable. These, that's right. You know what? As the resident old man in this podcast, I reserve the right to enjoy Crocs. <laughs> now. Granted, I will never be caught dead in the ones that go over your feet with the holes and everything. They just look ridiculous. But the (laughs) flip-flop slipper style, I think they're fine. I think they're great. They fit my foot for a really long time. They didn't wear down. I mean, if I buy regular slippers, in a month or two, like, the ball of my foot has worn straight into the road. And I have a huge hole in it. But these Croc (laughs) lasted probably like a year and a half for $30. Durability. pretty good. Durability. All right. Durable, man. Yeah. It's a good, good material. Solid.
2: I don't trust any footwear that has been identified by escalators around the world as hazardous to my health. What? Do you guys not know what I'm talking about? This nope. This Next strange. time you go on an escalator, look at the sign like that says, do not take your stroller on here, etc., etc. Crocs are on the list of things that you cannot wear to ride an escalator.
0: Okay. Wow, they're banned. I know they're- what you're talking about. I got a regular like surfa slipper dollar 99 from Longs stuck in an elevator they're more susceptible than crocs but I feel like that might be a mainland thing because on the mainland people just don't wear flip-flops all over the place but maybe they wear crocs in place of it they
1: let me tell you they do maybe
2: uh, you just hmm. drag your feet maybe you need to pick your feet up while you walk around you ever thought of that world <laughs> <laughs> Oh get body <bodied>, hurt. <laughs> God, I'm looking at their, I'm looking at all the different, you can get ones with like grass, like fake grass on growing on the top, <laughs> Toy Story, Disney, American Flag, Star Wars, <laughs> Post Malone has a
1: line of crow. Oh dude, those, the, when he dropped those Post Malone, like the first ones, they resold for like crazy amounts of money. Okay. People wanted them.
0: Are you telling me that there's Hype Beast Crocs out there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed you know what that is, Mr. Old Man Lopez. But yes, you are right. Good Lord. And then not only that, you can buy these things, that these little emblem gems that you put in the holes of your Crocs oh, to yeah. outfit them to your personality. Like bedazzling, but with like characters and stuff. Like Final Fantasy Seven, you augment your weapon with a gem. <laughs> there's like five <laughs> slots on it. <laughs> they're They're the Final Fantasy... <laughs> version of shoe wear that's pretty sick <laughs> I do have a pair
2: of Tevas T- isn't it Teva? Teva yeah sure Tevas the sandal like the one with the strap on the back and it's a sandal with the with the like that goes over the top of your foot the strap and then it goes wraps around the back of your foot did you just describe Flojo's Deconstru- yeah deconstructed croc I don't know how you <laughs> put that <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I sent Melissa a text message the other day, and I sent her pictures of footwear that if she ever catches me wearing that she should shoot me and those were on the list
2: <laughs> uh, I haven't worn them in a very long time. My friend used to work for Tiva teva oh, I'm cringing so hard <laughs> it was it was like cool on the mainland you know it was I don't know for whatever reason and but then I brought him home and I was like. Not
0: my cup of tea either. Uh, Well, what what size are they? (laughs) Uh, I wear size sixteen shoes. Oh, oh, oh. asking for a friend. (laughs) Probably too big for him.
2: Yeah, they're. um, I think they're. I don't know if I would wear them again, but I I think those are better than Crocs.
1: Did Did you wear them like at the wedding as groom footwear? No, 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 no. These were like. Uh, they had like a uh,
2: adventure day the next day. So as a part of like we all wore them for the adventure day which was like whitewater rafting, barbecuing and all this stuff.
0: I'm going to text you my mailing address and we're just going to see if these things work on my <laughs>
1: <feet>. <laughs> on my friend's feet. Dude, Kavika, you would be all over those, bro. I know exactly what he's talking about and you would r- just love it. Yeah, no, well, I'll let my friend know. Yeah, I'll let him know.
0: <laughs> he seems like it seems like he'd be really into them. Do you guys remember the shoes with the the?
2: Sorry, I am going off on this. This is we we gotta go. We gotta, we move, gotta on. move on. Okay, never mind. You guys, you guys remember seeing the shoes that are there? Because I do. The end. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. The shoes with the 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 finger toes. Oh, the 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 five fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had
1: a pair of those too.
2: Those were so hard to put on though, but I loved them.
1: You definitely look like someone that would have a pair of those. Yeah, it was
2: great, but. i I could after a while i kept like my cramp would get in my back every time i tried to pull those on
1: (laughs) did you did you wear (laughs) did you wear um socks that had individual oh yeah i have a bunch of japanese socks that have individual toes oh my god (laughs)
2: those are those are really comfortable i mean you gotta try it at least once
1: if if hey kavika if he likes wearing items of clothing that have like individual spots for toes he would love those elephant trunk underwear (laughs)
0: that's exactly what i was thinking (laughs) <laughs> this is right down your alley.
1: <laughs> we'll talk offline later about
0: that. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, gang, have we uh, have we exhausted this one? All right, please move us the freak on Pavika. <laughs> Do you guys remember those shoes that <laughs> no, <I>
3: just- <laughs> <laughs> He must decide. He must decide. Even though I made him up, he must decide.
0: All right, this is our This or That segment, where we pose two situations, and we have to choose. Do we want to have this situation or that situation? Most people would call it Would You Rather, but because we're unique on the Canispan podcast, we decided to go with another title. So, first on the list of This or That, Would You Rather? Busted! Would You Rather? Always Have Soggy Underwear. Oh, <What's that>? Or always smell like apple cider vinegar. Okay, how soggy How soggy are we talking about here? Okay, you just got done with a, a very intense workout. Okay. And the your underwear, you take it off, and it's all soggy. And imagine you're putting that right back on and you're going to start your day. Okay,
2: I've done that before, so I can
0: imagine. Right, right. <laughs> you sit down on, on your office yeah, chair and sucks. the sweat is seeping yeah, into your sucks. shorts yeah. and showing a little wet line. Okay. On the other hand... Smell, yes. apple cider vinegar is one of the most bitter smells I can imagine. I think.
1: Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty noticeable.
0: Underwear. Question:
2: Can I bring a towel around with me wherever I go? I, I'm sure you can. Okay, okay, that's. I now I'm now leading towards the soggy underwear. Obviously, there's ways that you could get around the stinky smell, but I feel like there's more easier ways to get around the soggy underwear like. Just being the guy that wears sweatpants all the time or you just wear board shorts all the time or you bring a towel around with you wherever you sit down. I feel like there's, there's much easier, much more approachable ways to solve constant underwear soakage versus apple cider, constant stinky apple cider vinegar smell.
0: I think the biggest problem for me with the wet underwear is every new person that I meet that doesn't know my affliction with having to wear soggy underwear every day, they're just going to automatically think I peed my pants.
2: See, you're not taking into account that I, you previously though, have thought to only purchase polyester black slacks that will not show. <laughs> that don't show water yeah, that lines. that don't show water lines. And so you're set. Yeah, maybe you sit down and, but you put a towel down you just be like, oh, hey guys, sorry, I... But uh, just preparing for social distancing here, and you put down a
1: towel in front of you. Would the underwear ever de-sog just from my body heat and wearing them all day?
0: No, because this is, smell. you smell like vinegar all day, and you're wearing soggy underwear all day.
1: Okay, Instant I'm taking sock. the vinegar. Uh, answering that, then, I am definitely taking the vinegar smell all day, because the rash and chafe that would happen from, con- you'd have trench butt crotch from constant... <laughs> Wetness trench. in your downstairs. But did you just Crutch. take trench foot and apply it to your crotchal area? De- definitely did. That's exactly what would happen. Mm-hmm. So you're just worried about chafe and infection and disgustingness. <laughs> yes, and Wait cheese. <laughs> I don't need anything growing down there in this damp space.
2: Well, I'm assuming though that you could just you could wash it. You're normally if you're naked or you're wearing board shorts, like there is. There, you don't have any problem, but
1: if you have to put on Cause underwear, instant soakage. Because you dry. If the underwear are constantly soggy the whole day, nah. <laughs> nah, yeah, man. You're not going to start growing all kinds of <laughs> mushrooms and
0: cheese <laughs> at the end of a single day. <laughs> to be fair, we don't know, Nick. We don't know pupitarian's
1: biological makeup. That's true.
0: So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know his hygienic so, habits. Wait, it's, could be a...
1: So it's just for the day I got to choose one.
0: No, this is, is every for your day. life, man. This yeah. is every day you put on wet underwear. That's what I it's mean. It's not
1: the same pair. If you had to wear wet underwear all day, you would start to grow some stuff down there. I'm telling you. Mold <laughs> breeds in wetness. <laughs> I'm going with this v- vinegar. I will just put essential oils on me and no one will smell it. Or I will just wear a dryer sheet around my neck. Or I would um just smell like vinegar. I mean, there could be worse things. I can't choose between, either. this is a horrible question because
0: I'm a social guy, I, I'm an extrovert. If I smell like vinegar all day, I
1: have no friends. Nobody's hanging out with me. Nobody's gonna even come near me. <laughs> Let me tell you this, Kavika, if you're soggy underwear all day, it's gonna smell. Ain't no one coming near that mold-ridden forest down there. You 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 talk like you, you get soggy underwear and then you just
2: give up on basic hygiene. I think that <laughs> like everything else goes out the
0: window. Oh, well, I got soggy underwear. Guess I'm not showering ever again.
1: Trust me. If you wore soggy underwear every day.
0: All right. Well, I, reluctantly, I am picking soggy underwear. It sounds like, Nick, you are going for the vinegar. And what about Agent Wong? I'll go
2: soggy undies, too. Soggy undies all for right. life. Soggy boxers. Yeah, soggy, soggy boxers. boxers.
0: All right. Another question. Would you rather handwrite all of your text messages or only be able to read incoming text messages once? This is difficult. This is a rough one because, I mean, we, we're millennials.
1: We live on our phones. I just want to ask both of you. Have you tried handwriting anything recently? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And doesn't your hand hurt after like thirty-three seconds of writing because of how little <laughs> writing you do?
0: I think recently, definitely, but normal business time, I take a lot of notes, and I don't think—I don't think taking notes on a digital surface is as efficient as being able to take physical notes. So I write quite a bit.
2: No big deal. But does your hand cramp? Your hand does not cramp. Then that's that's. No, it does not crush. cramp. Yeah, I don't. I. My first thought was yes hand fatigue would be part of this whole conversation. I would choose only reading things once because just the basic efficiency of typing text messages outweigh the ability for me to only see a text message once. And, and then maybe I go and make a note of it somewhere else. We live in, we live in this anyway, in the sense that
1: like Instagram stories disappear after a certain amount of time anyway. Well, you know what, Nick? You, I think you said something important. Thank you. Which is surprising.
2: Thank you. Coin! <laughs> I can hit wait, an enemy. Was that a,
1: wait, did he get the coin for saying something nice, or did I get it for burning him? <laughs> uh, it, yes. It, it wasn't you. <laughs> so, no, what I was going to say is if you had to write everything, you could just write, okay, G2G, call me. Yeah, but that's not going to
2: answer, that's not going to translate every single phrase and, word in the english language that i need to say to people they're gonna be like what do you want for dinner g2g (laughs) gotta go no i'm saying you could short phrase everything
1: it would be really easy
2: hey nick this is your doctor i have some interesting (laughs) things for you (laughs) g2g doc (laughs) you know that's that's not what i mean
0: (laughs) i think the biggest problem i have with the writing the handwriting and text messages my phone would just constantly be like, dude, I don't know what the hell that is. That's just scribble. Because <laughs> my handwriting is so bad.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Is, that, is the handwriting sent to the person or is the mm. is the computer translating the handwriting into text for the other person? Because then you're also inconveniencing other people with a handwritten
0: text versus just reading the text ones. You know, I'm thinking about this now, that there could be an advantage though, mm-hmm. to just always having to write stuff down. This, For the same reason that I handwrite my notes, I'm drawing, like, arrows and circling things and underlining things. Like, it'd just be way easier to do that. But having to do that for every single text message it sounds incredibly painful. If only Apple iOS had this feature built in. Which they do! They have it on the watch, (laughs) and my watch never knows
1: what the hell I'm saying. I'm very clear on which one I'm picking, and it's going to be that I only read stuff once. Because honestly, I'm always in trouble for not understanding and reading stuff anyway correctly. So I'll just lean into it and only get to read it once. Look, man, my phone,
2: it's my phone. It only lets me read stuff once. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Poopitarian out.
0: <laughs> right. G2G. <laughs> <laughs> So we're basically choosing between a disability and an excuse that could get you out of anything. <laughs> All right. I agree. I agree. Text oh. messages, only reading them once. This kind of happens anyway. If I'm in the car and I get a text message, I'm not seeing that more than once. It's right. That's the only time I'm reading that text message. All right. Are we ready to move on? Let's do it. I don't have a drop for this. This is a break it down segment. Breakdown. There it is. I found the button. Thanks. I, I didn't think I put that in there, but Okay, so let's break it down. Eating bananas. We touched on this with Agent Oahu last time, but I think we uh we only scratched the surface of the complexity of banana eating. Where do we want to start?
2: Oh, I am so excited. I am I'm gonna let you guys go first. I I have been waiting for this day to talk about banana eating. This is like, I'm basically Yoda of banana eating. Whoa, And whoa, you okay, have come okay. to Mount Doom to find the ring. And, and Mount, this is and a lot of references. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you guys start. I'll take, a, I'm gonna hold my my chair intensity while you guys talk about this.
1: All right, Pupatarian. I have to, I got to share a story though about this. One time um, I come home and I'm talking to Melissa and I said, you're not going to believe what my coworker told me. This was a long time ago. And she's like, what? And I kind of build it up. I'm like, yeah, he's so stupid. He was going on about how you eat a banana and how if you peel it and you get four equal peels on each side, it's called a monkey's banana. Isn't that the dumbest thing ever? Like who thinks about how they peel it and how many peels you get on each side? It's just stupid. Isn't that dumb? And she goes, that was me who told you that.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then I had to cover my tracks and apologize. And so now every time I eat a banana, that's what I think about is when you peel it, if you can get four equal sides so you can have what I guess she says in the in the movies and stuff, the bananas always look more appealing with like four peels around, you know, on each side.
0: Uh, that's good stuff. All right. Well, let's dive right into the real question. How do you actually eat
1: bananas? I open the banana usually from the top, and I crack it open, and that's how I do it. And the size of the banana, I don't know, whatever is at the store. What You're just just good with any size banana. Am I just too picky? Yeah, just whatever's on the, the bunch, man. I'm not like, whatever's ripe. So you tell me, when you go to the store,
0: you're just looking at all the bananas, and you just stick your arm out and grab one of them and put it in your basket.
1: No, I look for what's ripe and when do I want to eat them. And the size has no play into which one you choose. It's by the pound anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not like I'm paying more or less. Well yeah, but You have you have efficiency
2: numbers per banana. So like you're yes, you're buying by the pound, but if you buy five really large bananas or ten medium sized bananas and they weigh the
1: same, which one would you pull? Hmm. Probably the medium size because Depends on how much banana you want in one sitting. So it does depend. Boom. Well no, only cuz you asked me the question. I'm not thinking about it that in- intricately when I'm buying
2: it. Yeah, but if it didn't if it didn't depend, the answer would have been it doesn't matter. I'm getting the same amount
1: of banana per pound, whatever whatever weird answer you had before. <laughs> Look, I never have honestly thought about that of like like picking the bunch based on the length of the banana, I usually just buy it based on if it's super green. That means I'm not gonna be able to eat them for a few days, or so I try and get like a blend of where one's ready to eat maybe tomorrow, or the next day, and it'll it'll ripen up perfectly to where each day I want a banana, it's ready to eat. Fair enough, old man.
0: So I pick out different bananas sizes based on what I'm gonna use them for. <laughs> Go on. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so i make acai bowls every morning me and my wife have acai bowl um for the bowls, i like to pick the very big bananas i pick the very big bananas because i split the bananas in half and it's just enough a banana to banana my acai bowl now if i'm thinking that i want to bring a banana with me to a shoot or to work or to snack on while i'm on the road i'm looking for medium-sized bananas and you can have them, and have them sit in your hand. and They're not like too tall, where they're falling over. And then small bananas? Screw small bananas. They don't exist. They're useless. They're worthless. I love apple bananas. Oh
2: God, get out of here! Abominations. <laughs> those are those are the like the Tootsie Rolls of banana world. This is like candy, my friend. What's wrong with candy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was trying. I, I lost. I lost that one. <laughs> I was like, that looks like junk
1: ch- stuff, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, the worst, just the worst thing ever. Just bad, real bad. That's so horrible, it's sweet and delicious like candy. <laughs> it's like, yes, That that's exactly right. <laughs> all
0: right, we went over this last time. Peeling, always from the bottom. Oh, I thought we were all going to say it together. <laughs> that was awkward for <laughs> <by> me.
2: <laughs> the, okay. I think Kavika and I are soulmates. I think that's what we can, oh, we can take Banana away. soulmates? Yeah, we're banana soulmates.
0: Touch your banana to mine. Yeah,
2: I would prefer... I know that if I go over to his house, that uh, he's going to have compatible bananas for me. Uh, <laughs> if I go to Poopitarian's house, we're going to have a fight. And so maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe this isn't going to work out. So I know that the bananas are very important in my life so this is this has nothing to do with how the lightness of this conversation but i actually need to eat bananas for my health uh you you, some of you might know but i'm deaf in my left ear because i have a potassium deficiency in my life and i can either take a pill or i can eat a delicious banana so bananas are super important in my life i've eaten a banana. I eat I okay I eat a lot of bananas let's just say that and there is a good way to eat a banana which is peel from the bottom there is a good banana which is a medium sized one that is balance of sweet and also girth and then there oh. is also the temperature of banana is very important because you can't mm. have it too cold but yet you don't want like a warm soggy one you want it where it's like at probably 60 70 degrees where it's just firm enough that it like you know breaks and cracks a little bit.
1: Yes. Yes. You ever eat a banana with a spoonful of peanut butter? Yeah, have you ever lived? <laughs> of course I've eaten banana. All right,
0: this is about to either get really weird or we're about to have a real bonding moment right now. <laughs> I guarantee it'll be weird.
2: <laughs> I do have so, a banana in my pocket right now.
0: Yes. Oh, Wait, sorry, okay, that wasn't okay. the question. <laughs> do you guys also do this? When I eat a banana, when you when you bite into it lengthwise, right, you get a, a nice cross-section of the banana and you put it into your mouth. I do this thing where I, I press my tongue into the center nope. of it and then the banana breaks perfectly into three pieces. Because I don't know if you know this, but a, a banana is like kind of seg- segmented long ways. It actually has like three different sections that are firm so i always anytime i eat a banana i'll bite a little chunk off and press my tongue into the middle and then eat all three individual sections one after another preach brother preach i don't do that that's not my cup of tea but i
2: know the feeling and i know how important it is to for each person to develop their own individual enjoyment of said fruit
1: yeah i do i do that too man i love doing that i do it with a lot of like if you ever eat a cheese it you like put it vertical in, in your on the side of your mouth and you break it in half that way or like a M&M peanut butter M- peanut M&M. You bite perfectly in half between the, the two things. Okay, no one does any of these things. <laughs> Actually, now that you mention it, I do that
0: with regular M&Ms. I put them tall ways in my teeth and I try to break one half of the shell off yeah. one side of it. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. All right. It okay. didn't get weird. <laughs> good job, good guys! Job. I'm proud of us. We're not freaks. It's it's good to know that I'm not the only weirdo that's like rolling a banana in my mouth like with pleasure. I love I love bananas in my mouth. That, again, it just got weird. It just got yeah. weird. I'm sorry. But I didn't say all that. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's end that section on a good note. And why don't we roll into our draft?
1: Oh, milk was a bad choice.
0: Alright, on this episode of Can of Spam, we are drafting the most cringe-worthy things that you could ever imagine. That's it. Things that make you cringe. Now, I- I'm gonna be fully honest. I I have not prepared for this. I don't I don't have a list of anything. I am just gonna be playing this by ear. Alright, Nick. So you are going first, I'll go last, and Agent Oahu will go. Second, in the middle of the, I'm the meat. sandwich.
1: Oh, yes, the cream. You're the cream. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going top things that make you, like, kind of cringe. And I'm just going to go with the number one pick. Everyone is on this list at some point, but nails on a chalkboard. Just that feeling of your fingernails digging into the chalkboard and then making that screeching sound uh. I think makes everybody just kind of... So that's true. That's my number one is just nails on a chalkboard is cringe worthy. I think both me
0: and Jordan, Jordan, probably worse than me. Every time we're having steak or something that you have to cut through, we're all oh. just walking on eggshells, <laughs> making sure that we do not screech the top of that plate. <laughs> that's a good, <laughs> that's a a good impression. That is the worst. So I'm right there with you. That's a good pick.
2: Okay. Um, I just like to start off this draft as I always do with uh, just some clarification, right? So we're looking for things that are most likely to make you cringe, right? Like the, the most cringey things, right?
0: Yeah. And that this can be widely defined. Right, right, right. This can be okay. physically... Go on. And other, <laughs> other things that might make you cringe. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So,
2: um, and I can I just say that I feel a lot of pressure because I think of the three or four drafts that I've been a part of, I've won every single one on the Twitter feed. So I feel a lot of pressure to perform here. And with that in mind, I have compiled four things that will make you cringe. Are you ready? Uh, uh
0: are, are you going through all four? Are you taking your four picks right Draft- now? Because I think that's illegal. Okay,
2: pick number one of four. <laughs> Question.
0: When does a dad
2: when does a joke turn into a dad joke when uh, it becomes apparent? Uh, <laughs> bad jokes. Pick number one in the books. So so bad jokes. <laughs> no, no, no. Just
0: Dad when does jokes.
2: a joke turn into a dad joke? When it becomes Honest. apparent.
1: Pick number one. I don't. What's happening right now? <laughs> so that so just that specific joke. Correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm, this this is why you in fact have not been winning all of these drafts is because I don't know how to put that in the picks. <laughs> You said it was wide ranging. It could be physical
2: or other things. <laughs> this is under the other things. Pick number one. This is the other th- in the books. Agent Oahu, vote for me. Twitter at Pod. Thank you very much.
0: No, there's only so many <laughs> so many characters I can put on Twitter. Nick, you're ruining everything.
1: Just put dad jokes. He won't know. All right, I'm putting dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, okay, Um, for my first pick, a lot of people are going to judge me for this, because I think I'm definitely the oddball when it comes to this show. Um, Something that I have struggled with is relating people, relating to people that are obsessed with this show, and I just cannot, I cannot get with it. My number one pick, my first round pick for things that make you cringe is Michael Scott? Oh wow! <laughs> I'm picking Michael Scott as my number one cringeworthy thing in this world. We are we are now enemies. <sighs> yeah, no, that's, I <laughs> fully I fully embrace the fact that I am the oddball in this situation because <laughs> everybody loves Michael Scott and I cannot, I can't, I can't do it. It's, it's too much. It's too much. By, by
2: the way, I just want to say, bold move, choosing a pick that you already know up front is like an unpopular opinion.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, man. I feel like I talk to a lot of Office fans and they fully admit <laughs> that Michael Scott is cringy, but that's why they love them. Whereas that's why I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they'll be on my side. <sighs> Second round. Again, I am completely unprepared for this draft. But I'm just going to go with something that makes me cringe. (laughs) And that is people that don't shower before they go to bed. Mm. I don't know (laughs) if this is my problem. (laughs) This is another thing that I cannot stand. Anytime I see anybody, I don't know if this transcends like the bed, the couch, anywhere in the home that you're supposed to be able to relax in. If you're filthy... Get clean before <laughs> Get you go on the my couch bed. or the bed. <laughs> <sighs> Fair. I tense up so bad. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. So that's those are my two picks. Michael Scott and people who don't shower before they go to bed. Okay. Uh,
2: pick. Solid. Pick number two for me. Question. What's brown and sticky? A stick. Yes! Pick number two in the books. Uh, Again,
0: you're so surprised when you lose all these drafts.
2: (laughs) You, let me just restate what the rules of this draft are. These are things that make you cringe. Have, I, and I have told you my first two picks for what makes you cringe, and both of you guys have physically almost gagged.
1: I'll tell you what. I got another thing that makes me cringe on my list just now. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. All right, so my turn. So, (laughs) um, I'm going to go with something that makes people cringe slash me cringe. Um, And I really try and be aware of this. And I get it when it happens, sort of. Um, But anyway, people that just chew with their mouth open. Ugh. That is just very cringy to me. It's just so gross. Ugh, I Agreed. I can't. Agreed.
0: That's definitely like number one on my pet peeves list. It now it doesn't make me quite cringe. It more just makes me go.
2: <laughs> please stop! Please stop! Please stop! Please stop! Please stop! Please stop!
1: It's a good pick. It's a good pick. <laughs> All right, the next thing I'm going to go with, this one is, I guess you can say this makes me cringe, but um, it's a little different type of vein, but I'll, I'll just go with this. When people, it's, I'm going to go with the specific part of it, but it is a little more generic, but when people work out in suits, so like when someone's working out in just jeans. <laughs> You know, just not not like proper workout wear. It just is so cringy to me. Like you're in jeans running on the treadmill. Cringy. Because the thing is, I know if you're working out, if you're running on the treadmill in a suit, I know you're just going right to your meeting after this and you're disgusting.
0: I, I, definitely, uh, I definitely relate to being uncomfortable when I see that. I don't know if I cringe though. I'm just like, Oh, come on, dude. What the hell is wrong? It's more like I'm just Ugh. you're disgusting. there yeah, I'm, I'm just judgy. I just become very judgy, I think.
1: It's good, me too.
0: Alright, is that is that back to Agent Oahu again? Oh, oh, oh! Pick. I'm you're my last pick. But I'm just saying it right now. Pick <laughs> number
2: three <laughs> on the draft of finding things that make you cringe. Literally making Kavika gag at this point question can a kangaroo jump higher than a house of course it can houses can't
0: jump I'm gonna put bad joke bad joke bad <laughs> joke bad joke we may have to end the draft
3: Boom. cringy
2: <laughs> guaranteed everybody listening to this right now is cringing I'm a master at drafts
0: I can just say that right now uh, <laughs> he is not wrong well. <laughs> This is, if you could see our faces during this draft, he is dominating dominating the cringe factor. (laughs) Booyah! He's dominating the real life, real
1: time cringe factor. He's playing a game we're not even playing right now. That's how hard he's winning.
0: Okay, my last two picks. I'm on the turn. I'm gonna get my three and four. I have number one, Michael Scott. Number two, people who don't shower before they go to bed. I'm going to round this out with my third pick is going to be people who don't actually know how to sing think they know how to sing. That bothers me to my core. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> handle it. You can ask my wife. Anytime I hear something that's not like on key or a little bit flat or worse, a little bit sharp, uh, I, I have to close my ears and I, I can't hear anything else. That's the only thing that that occupies my conscious mind i appreciate that this is why i don't sing yeah but you don't like flaunt yourself as i'm the guy <laughs> that can sing you should though there are fully people that are like oh brah, i'm the best at the singings <laughs> i am hawaiian ed sheeran right now you basically you should hear yeah. me sing i'm incredible god's gift to humanity I'm listen to best. this oh
3: oh, oh, oh oh yeah oh
0: And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. good. Oh, we
3: so <laughs> oh.
0: That's good. Okay, so the, uh, people who think they can sing, but actually can't. And for my final pick, I don't know if this is too similar to Agent Oahu's, but I also don't know anything about what's going on in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> <sighs> I cannot stand when people do something to their eyeballs
1: You know, in in, um, Ace Ventura, when he pokes his eye over and over again, actually, that, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that that doesn't bother me too much. But if you guys remember
0: Minority Report, Mm. he had to get his eyes removed. For some reason, I personally am appalled by the idea of something injuring your eyeball and I cannot handle it. That is the ultimate cringe for me. That should have been my first pick, but I knew that none of you would pick it. Well, I definitely knew that Agent O'Walkin wouldn't pick it.
1: That's good. That's a, I've heard that a lot from people too. They don't like the eye stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely on that, that train for sure. All right. Who's it to? Is it better? Oh, here we go again.
2: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've had quite the draft so far with three stellar choices for making you cringe. And of course, we cannot leave this draft without the peace de resistance of cringiness. And I'd like to preface my fourth pick just by saying that this is a personal story. So I want some, uh, what's the word? I, want, I would like some respect as I tell you this short story. Compassion, empathy. Compassion, thank you. Thank you. I could feel your compassion and empathy by you saying the words
1: compassion and empathy. For the record, I I can't give you any of that, but I will listen.
2: (laughs) With my fourth pick in the draft, I'm going to tell you a personal story. You know, I used to be addicted to the Hokey Pokey, but then I turned myself around.
3: Thank you, good night.
2: I am taking my ear holes out. We are done with this draft.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh God.
2: You know, it's hard to be good at this draft stuff. But really, it's a gift. What can I say? <laughs> cannot.
0: Uh, I get the giggles. Somebody close out the show for me.
2: <laughs> we stop, we still, we still have a
0: response,
3: <laughs> Nick still has his last pick.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing stop. so much more because Kavika's laughing, and it just.
3: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i'll just i'll just let you guys
2: finish this episode i'll see you later
0: (laughs) vote at canis pod Uh, thank you very much all right all right
1: please just pick nick just okay my (laughs) my last pick is gonna be uh, something that makes me just really uncomfortable cringy it's just very unkept Dirty toenails and fingernails. Oh, just like ugh, just God. unkeptness of the nails with dirt and grime, and they're not cut and they're just all ugh, filled with just gross. I just can't stand that,
0: dude. I I, I feel you on that one, but I think something that's uh, and be, be, actually, I'll, I'll talk about this later. We'll do a bunch of shout outs to some honorable mentions that didn't make make the cut and maybe agent a <laughs> can tell us some more incredible jokes but that is a that's a good pick i cannot stand dirty fingernails even on myself if i see that i have dirty fingernails i i lose it yeah unless i'm like in the middle of working i have to immediately go to a bathroom and clean it out
1: yeah Ugh. yep 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 so so my picks are um nails on a chalkboard people working out in suits or uncomfortable clothing chewing food And dirty, grimy fingernail and toenails. Okay, so that's the (laughs)
0: Pupetarian. Old Man Lopez has (laughs) Michael Scott. I have people who think they can sing but can't. I have eyeball injuries. And also people that go to bed without showering.
2: And uh, and I got mine too. So you vote (laughs) for mine as
0: well. I, I may have to concede this draft. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what honorable mentions did you guys have?
2: <laughs> I don't have any. I uh, my honorable mentions are <laughs> on, only, only four.
0: four <laughs> my draft. <laughs> I was gonna mention with the fingernail thing, Nick. You know, in movies when when people get sick and they're like their bodies falling apart, and then they just peel off their entire fingernail. Mm, yeah, that yeah, yeah, makes me cringe. Ugh. I probably would have swapped out one of my picks for that, to be honest, if I had time
1: to plan for this. But
0: alas, I'm woefully unprepared for this. <laughs>
1: that one's a good one. Uh, um, I'm just—I'm <laughs> so
2: defeated. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know, I know. What you're feeling right now.
1: You're just feeling so defeated
2: because once true. again, Agent Oahu has come in here and completely stolen and the dress. Dominated.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I got one. Um, I would probably say another cringeworthy thing. Is when someone has like bread or plaque just in their teeth, just like constantly dirty teeth, and you just know they don't brush. That just gets me every time. I can't even look at the person. (laughs) That just grosses me out. I don't
0: know if it makes me cringe. It just makes me have the heebie jeebies. (laughs)
1: Right, exactly.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Is that the same thing? Let's all just brush our teeth. I guess so. And floss.
1: Yeah, Yeah. please.
0: Twice a day. Today's lesson, Can of Spam Podcast, <laughs> episode 42, brush your teeth. <laughs> and floss. All right. Well, that is it from us at the Can of Spam Studios. Thank you, Agent Oahu, and thank you, Poopitarian, for joining me, Old Man Lopez. Leave us a five star review. We'll read them on the show and give you a little shout out. From all of us here again, thank you so much for listening. We love you, and we'll catch you next Bye. time. Bye. Thanks, guys. Shoots. <laughs>